Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome into Old School on a beautiful, beautiful day right here in not-so-sunny Lincoln, Nebraska. Welcome into 93.7 Ticket, TicketFM.com. DP is here. Jay is not. He says he will be calling in. I believe that might be him online right now. <clears throat> but you can get a hold of us, not on the Hunt of Lincoln hotline because Jay is calling, but on the Starter Heyman text line. Send us a what's up, DP, what's up, Jay, we'll read it to him, he can't read it, or a what's up, Rico, 402-464-5685. DP, how are you doing? How's, how's that jerky sitting? It's good. It's it, sounded, good. it sounded delicious. Very good. I don't know if that if that makes any sense, but the way that you guys were talking about it, I can't wait to taste it. <laughs> there it is. You can have it. I'm eating breakfast I, right now. Have at it. I got my own breakfast because I couldn't. I I couldn't do it again. <laughs> That's funny. And I was gonna buy breakfast for both of you, but Jay's not here, and it's not because I lost the bet, because I didn't lose the bet, because Jay Foreman got two no, of them wrong as well. Right. Nobody got it right. Jay got two of them wrong as well. well but we can ask him about it right now. Bring him in, Jay Foreman. How you doing? What's happening? So how I? Uh, hey man, uh, let me tell you this. I don't know who's a big cat fan for the Timberwolves, but if you, if anybody, he should get refunded out of his contract for his jersey sale. Yeah, that was bad. That was very bad. Carl Anthony Towns, and he, then he tries to pull a LeBron talking about he's going to go uh, drink some wine. <laughs> you know, LeBron Decompress. usually do, does that after a loss, and he probably put up like thirty-eight. 10 and 6. This dude had 8.5 rebounds and 5 fouls. Talking about he needs some wine. You need to go to the gym. Just, it was bad. I hope, this is bad. I don't know why I picked him. But, wouldn't have got it right anyways. Because I would not have picked D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, I know. you know what? This playoff, first of all, and then, I, you know, I know DP's a Utah Jazz. I want to say a fanatic, but has a has a special place for Utah. What 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 did they do to Brunson? Did they not draft him or something? This guy to be up there, you know, lighting them up twenty one in one quarter. I mean, this is uh, it's getting to be ridiculous. I know it might be a contract year, but dang. I don't. I don't. Simple. I was just talking. He was just. He just asked me what's going on in Utah. I said, Well, first of all, I mean, they don't like each other. I mean, they really don't like each other. And and yeah, Quinn. You know, Quinn is, is an interesting dude. As a, as a coach, he is not a uniter. That's not how Quinn works. Um, Quinn is a manager, if that's fair to say, mm-hmm. um, and trying yeah. to get the right people into the right space without really engaging. So 
it's an interesting it's an interesting vibe. They're falling apart. That thing will be will be imploded if they don't get it right. Perfect. Um, Rico, stop it. You cannot have Donovan Mitchell. You can't have him. Um, but yeah, Jay, it's, uh, it's, it's, somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna be gone. And, and you know, Quinn Snyder. You know, whether it's Jay Wright, I don't know about. I don't know if Quinn Snyder would do good at, with the Lakers. I think sometimes when you want so much in a in a market like that. Sometimes the message can be watered down, but then also I think this is another thing where people don't understand is like, is you know, and you know, I'm not you know whatever anybody wants to do you know with their body or whatever. But the COVID situation from Rudy Gobert and Spider Mitchell, even though they squashed it because they play on the same team, that team has not been the same since. Right. Because Utah, and this is just my opinion, was on the cusp of winning or being. A legitimate title contender. They have every everybody bad. I know you know Joe Ingles getting hurt hurts them because he's the you know he's kind of like their you know better version of Patrick Beverly, a really probably a better offensive threat, a bigger body as far as being able to d up. But they got uh, Brodjanovic back, I think, or whatever his name back. So it's kind of like an even trade because um, the, the year that they were really really dangerous, you know, he was hurt. hurt. Um. But then, you know, you got Clarkson playing up to his potential now, so that you're actually getting a player and a half. When, when a player goes from averaging six points to literally six, 16 and being the sixth man of the year and probably would start on, you know, 75% of the other teams throughout the NBA, you know, you should be doing better. Um, and they got other pieces, too, that fit in well. So, you know, it's going to be interesting offseason for, for Utah. Um, it's going to be interesting offseason for the Denver Nuggets as well. And, you know, the Lakers are, you know, probably enjoying this because, you know, they said they're going to do an extensive search. What that means is they're, they're, they're going to see who's going to get fired and who, what coach they can bring in to, you know, obviously try to right the ship, which would be next year. So, um, you know, the, the sports realm is always uh, <laughs> adventurous in every sport, you know, from, uh, you know, the transfer portal to the, you know, coaching changes and to NBA playoffs that nobody can predict. Um, you know, if you're not an NBA fan, but if you like drama and sports, this is the time to actually start to tune in uh, because it seems like every night it's drama-filled or will be drama-filled. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It, I, I'm not sure if you've checked on your, your family and friends in Minneapolis after last night. Because to blow two different separate 25-plus point leads in the second half. Like, they led by 26 with two minutes left in the third quarter and couldn't close the deal. Is, is that – who's that on? Um, I mean, it's on the coach. Um, and they're, the Timberwolves are an extremely young team and an immature team. And, I mean, you could just look at Big Cat the way that, uh, you know, his postgame interview was. Um, and then that's one of the things that Jimmy Butler had issues with. You know, how much do you really, you know, you know, love basketball? What are you really doing to be the best player that you can be for your team? All the while still being a perennial or potentially a perennial 
uh, all-star and, and, and live up to the number one pick uh, billing. And um, you saw a little example of that last night. I think the Timberwolves is this, you know, you know, Anthony Edwards is the real deal. D'Angelo Russell is the real deal. Big Cat is not who he thinks he is, and he hasn't come to terms with it. And he hasn't come to terms with it because, like a lot of people out here in this world, they don't have any self-awareness, right? And so when you don't have self-awareness, you can't go to the gym and really work on your weaknesses. And then I'm, and, and Big Cat's a great person. Uh, let me get, you know, you can be a good person but not a you know good professional athlete in the sense of working on your weaknesses, becoming a little bit more physical, um, understanding the pressures that, that you have of being the face of the franchise. Um, and what the franchise has done as far as getting rid of Jimmy, or, you know, I guess getting rid of Jimmy Butler, putting everything, uh, you know, into you, surrounding you with really good players and, and Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell, very, very, very talented team otherwise as well. Um, but then the coach let him play through it, and the Timberwolves are really, really good when they're taking, you know, I guess high, um, you know, high, a high percentage of difficult shots when they're going in. It's great, but when they're not, they look really, really bad, and and they're and that's what happens when you don't have an, a, a a person that wants to be in the true identity of the team, and you don't, and that affects your whole identity of the team. And then you lose a game like that. And, and you went, you know, they really went from taking total control and, of this series and potentially putting the rest of the, I wouldn't say the whole Western Conference on notice, but putting other people on notice that they are for real to being, okay, well, it's just a, a matter of time before the Timberwolves will be at home. And, um, it, you know, it's disappointing. And, um, you, you know, I had a couple of friends that were at the game and, you know, Text messages that that you know that we were getting, you know, like man, we would have been better off if we still had, you know, Bill Musselman and and uh, you know Randy Brewer, you know, to show up with this type of team and this talented team to lose, you know, essentially two, you know, twenty plus point, uh, you know, leads against a team like Memphis. Um, if you play steady defense against them, you're fine. I think what what teams do when they get up by like that, like uh, get up by a margin like that, they kind of like, oh, okay, well all right, we just gave up four points. We're still up by 16. Well, you didn't score. You didn't even run any type of offensive set. So then, therefore, it's like the equivalent of um, with a Gus Malzahn when he was down there at Auburn. You know, he wants to run up-tempo, up-tempo. Well, that's great when you're winning and you're in it working. But, you know, when you only take off 25 seconds, you know, off the, off the play clock for 45 seconds, now you just gave the momentum back to the other team and that's what the Timberwolves did, and it came back to bite him in the butt. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how they, they bounce back because it can go either way. One, they could tank and then just be done in two games uh, because if they go back to Memphis 3-1, to one, you might as well just you know, be better off forfeiting and just you know take it to the crib. Or they could rally behind it and say, look, let's not, you know, this is a wake-up call. Um, a lot of people were patting us on the back and stuff like that, and, and you can get caught up in the – the media blitz of, you know, winning that game and winning your, you know, first playoff game and let's hunker down and do what we did, um, you know, to get two 20 point, you know, victories and to win their first game. And I think they'd be fine, but, uh, you know, it's all going to start and stop with the, the guy that calls them, the, calls himself the big cat. And, uh, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Jay, it, Golden State made, made a statement again. Like they, they, they've let folks know they're in this thing for the work. Uh, are you surprised at all that Denver didn't get a bounce back win last night at home? 
no, because, you know, they're missing Jamal Murray and, um, and, you know, he's a, he's another, you know, he's another all NBA type of player. And, um, so when you don't have that, that other guy besides the Joker, they can essentially, you know, you know, cut the head off the snake. And, and what they did, they just wore him out, you know, and, and they had, you know, what they did was they guarded him full court. They got as physical as they could with him. Um, they made him get off of his spot, uh, even though he had a phenomenal game. But, you know, look, nobody else, you can't count on Aaron Gordon. You can't count on any of the other guys to be a consistent scorer and to be a consistent threat that would make Golden State respect you. And uh, that defensive pressure that they're bringing, the emergence of Jordan Poole, um, Steph Curry is, is, is letting everybody know he's back. Draymond Green is healthy. Clay Thompson is still doing his thing. And so now you're seeing – and then, look, yeah, Andrew Wiggins. I mean, look, when you got my man um, that they picked up from uh, Washington, um, uh, what's his name? He played at Georgetown, I think. Otto, what's his name? Otto? Otto Porter. Um, Otto Porter coming off the bench. He was an all-star. I mean, and then you got Andre Iguodala, you know, got the fountain of youth and, 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 and punched one on Cats. I mean, they're, they're eight, nine deep without even talking about the two guys that they have play center like Mooney and, and all that just to kind of, you know, you know, be space eaters and be physical and, and try and can play on the perimeter and switch. So if there's anybody that's ever putting anybody on notice, it's the Golden State Warriors letting you know that they're for real, especially with the injuries to Phoenix or to uh, Devin Booker. And especially with the way that they're playing right now, um, they definitely are in the, uh, the, the driver's seat to, uh, you know, make a, you know, an NBA title run. What what's your schedule the rest of the day? What are you doing, Jay Foreman? Uh, I got a I got to take I got a meeting here that uh, or just left one going to another. Um, you know I can't you know I mean that's about I'm it, picking man. at you, Jay Foreman. I'm picking at you, man. Huh? I'm picking at you. I know you 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 got that double secret probation. Double coated OG on. triple OG meetings. Oh, hey, 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 nice hey, and crisp. Hey, dog, hey, hey, <laughs> I'm coming into the radio station. I got put on probation. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to see how I get off probation. Okay. You know? He's got the suit hey, nice hey, and crisp. He's hey, got hey, the sunglasses. Hey, 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 guilty by association. I, 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 go. Go do your thing. Take care of something. I will tell you this, man. I'll tell you this. I just finished this really good show called uh, it's, a, it's a, like a Game of Thrones show, and one of the things he says, uh, you know, paranoia uh, is, is something that you either embrace or you run from, and it's pretty cool. You know, it's a pretty cool when you go back and watch some of these shows that they talk about the kings and and, and how stuff was built or or burnt down based on uh, perception and reality. Yeah, man, there's there there's that thing, Jay Foreman. All right, man, I'll talk to you later today. Go go handle your business. Enjoy your Friday. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> That's the Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Oh, the things, the things, the he's busy. things. Yeah, he's got stuff he's got to take care of. It's good stuff. So we'll throw it to break. We'll come back. Rico, coffee. Let's get it. <laughs> 